Sam. I'm Leah. She's blonde. And she's ginger. I love cocktails. And I love cake. And together, we are the feisty female duo on a collaborative mission to bring you girl about town adventure, hot gossip, hilarity, exclusive interviews, a dash of tunage, and most importantly, more tea and cake than you can shake a stick at. Join us on the High Tea Cast today for serious discussion, comedy value, and all sorts of cheeky chinwags. Oh, and did we mention tea and cake? It's the podcast that packs a punch over a spot of high tea, darling. Hello, my name is Piccolilly. What is your name? Hello. <laughs> this is the High Tea Cast podcast. It's episode 2.11. 11. Eleven. Legs, legs eleven. Legs eleven. Uh, I am Sam Sparrow. And I am Leah Rice. And we are thrilled that you are tuning in this Monday, Tuesday, whatever it is now. Monday to us. It's Monday. Monday. Well, it's not. Well, Saturday. All right, let's not get into the specifics, shall we? Sam, I'm really annoyed. Oh, okay. How, how, how can I help? Four d- Well, that's a complete lie, isn't it? It wasn't four days ago. One, two... One week ago. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can't... One week. One. One. All right. Waggling finger in If you face. put that finger in front of me again, I will bite it. I don't want to. <laughs> so one week ago, I went and paid money, real life money, none of that chocolate shit, to have a, um, a gel manicure that's meant to last four weeks. Look at this. Where or did you get re- that done? Somewhere called Brazil Hair in East London. Well, I don't know what you want. <laughs> did me. you do it through a hander? Yeah. Then you complain. I will. I will. That's outrageous. If I had a pedicure at all. The pedicure is intact, but this is ri- ridiculous. Have you been biting? No, I genuinely haven't. Wow. I just ripped away. It's five nails, that is. Bollocks. I mean, that Bollocks. hurt. Bollocks. That hurt my ears, so. Good. I'm, I'm sorry. Everybody take that pain in your ear holes and direct it to Brazil hair. Okay. How are you? I'm all right. <laughs> Happy 32 years. Yes, 32 and a bit years. Oh, now. yeah. It was shoot last week. Last week was a good week, busy week. So, had my birthday. So, had my birthday where I was working, not working. Yeah. You know, like when you do birthday work. I was trying to explain to everyone, birthday working. So, you turn up to work on your birthday. Yeah. Because you won't really have to do much work. And you want the attention. Yeah. Off. Birthday off. working. Attention whores. So, um, I did birthday working. Then we went out, got fucked, watched Mode Step. Off. Um, all of the JD, all of the time. Uh, so that was awesome. And then, sadly, I was supposed to have the Thursday off work. I did not because um, the all-day meeting that I was supposed to be in on the Wednesday on my birthday got moved to the Thursday. So, I mean, cracking time to have a hangover. Cracking. <laughs> Business planning. Um, and then uh, Friday, it was my good husband's 32nd birthday. So yeah. Two days apart. So we went off to a spa. Uh, so that was my treat to him, and I had a facial and a back massage, so that was really, really good. And like, sort you know, because Leah's been to the same, I took Leah for her birthday last year. Yeah, it Leah's was the been best to the same present. spa. Best. And um, we did steam room, well, I did steam room. We went to that spa after Reading. Yeah, we did. As well. Best spa yeah. ever. It's called Nirvana Spa. You can do day, I'm actually a member, but you can do um, day 
spa things there, which is really good. And and that is the single most middle class line of our podcast to date. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm know. actually a member there. But I don't know when I can. All, all I've got to do is start getting a week. <laughs> all I've got to do is start getting a weekly Ocado delivery, Ocado. and I've lost touch with the people. I need my balsamic vinegar in my Ocado shop. I do have. Oh, I went. I went Spanish. <laughs> I think I do have balsamic vinegar on my chicken salad. Anyway, Christ. anyway, um, and then uh, Sunday we did like joint birthday time. So burgers, yeah, burgers and fries. Uh, so we had like you guys, my friends, and Andrew's friends, uh, who oh, were also, dying. which is really good. And then on Sunday it was my auntie's birthday, but also Mother's Day. So it's been a really busy week. Mother's Day. My mum's worked oh. on Mother's Day. So, uh, that's Aww. that. And do you know what I found out this week? What did you find out? What Gokken is. Oh. Do you know what Gokken is? No. It's, on, it's onomatopoeic. What does the word Gokken make you think of as a sound? Gokwan. <laughs> as a sound. Right, not where I was going with it. So it's where lots of different... Gok. Go on. Gokken. So it's on... Oh no, I was, think, I was thinking of a palindrome, it's not on a matter of I was trying to see what it was backwards, so palindrome yeah. is the same backwards. It means it sounds like what it is. Gokken. Yeah. So like ooze sounds like ooze. Yeah. And um, zap sounds like zap. What does gokken sound like? I, I don't know. Gokken. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Gokken. So, well, the, the definition of a gokken. This is gonna really upset you. <laughs> the definition. I'm of... ready to punch you. No, oh, you did that last time. <laughs> um, the definition of gokken is when many different men. Oh God! Come into a cup and then a woman drinks it. <laughs> Isn't that cup or beaker? Isn't that the Japanese term is gokken? Oh. And it sounds like swallowing. No, so it it's on a matter It doesn't sound like swallowing. It sounds like noise mate when you swallow. So like gokken. Doesn't sound like that at all. That's ridiculous. Gokken off. Then. Where did you find that out? Wikipedia. Who told you? Don't tell me it was your boss. No. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, well, it's going to sound awful. Not for those reasons. Someone I uh, a, a current beau. <laughs> I see. Asked you. Did it come? Is no, it? Is it that's because exactly he asked you to do happened. that? <laughs> no. It's the thing he has to deal with in work. Oh. <laughs> Where we end up, I can't really give much more away because I'd be in a lot of trouble. But so, suffice to say, learn things. I don't like that learning. Can you take it out of my brain, please? There was another one. Isn't that called like? Isn't there a porno that's like? Isn't it like? Isn't two it, girls one cup or? Isn't that similar? No. Sam, have you seen two girls one cup? No. That is not what it is. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> I've seen it. I haven't seen it. I don't I really know what it is. Fuck everything else. To Google. Yeah. To Google. Oh, God. <laughs> this is going to be our biggest mistake. You carry oh, on. I'm I can get from a car to this. He also told me what, told me what snowballing was. Okay. Uh, and that is when um, you're giving a guy a blowjob and they come into your mouth and then you take it from your mouth into theirs. There's a term for that. Yeah. I just thought it was dirty. Snowballing. I just thought it was dirty. <laughs> oh, right, so typing in two girls, one cup. <laughs> I don't know what it this is. This is going to go right. 
I would, I would image it rather, actually, well, it's up to you. Do you want to image it or do you want to watch the video and we'll hear your reaction? I don't want to watch the video. It'd be like. What is that? What is that? You know what it is. What is that? What? Vacation <gasps> <laughs> 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 done for the day. <laughs> Look at your face. One guy, one cup is worse. I might make you watch that video in a second. As, a, as an end section. I don't, I don't like it. I, don't, oh, oh. I think we should stop before we ruin the rest of Sam's sex. Follow us on Instagram. Search the high tea cast. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for it's that lovable, cheeky chappy, the Cockney guy, but he's actually for Essex. This is Adam Barker on the High Tea Cast. Here we go. Hey, everyone. You all right? Yeah. I really need to sort out an intro, sort of, to this. I, don't, I need to sort out either a little bit of music or at least a saying. I mean, because most people that do segments on the High Tea Cast, they kind of have a, a, an intro saying where they're like, Greetings, I am so-and-so, a.k.a. blah, blah, blah. You may know me as this, this, this. And, or you have one to go, hello, how you doing? Or you get two girls that can just talk to each other and be like, ah, you doing right? Yeah, yeah, Me, I'm just sitting here and I'm like, hey, everyone. I sound really patronising, even to myself. Can you sound patronise yourself? Anyway, welcome along to my segment. It's Adam here for the High Tea Cast. I'm doing um my little bit. Still haven't really honed what I do yet. But apparently, rambling is fun to listen to. So, uh, what was I going to do this week? Uh, well, this month. I decided that I wasn't sure. I kept toying with ideas what to do, but then I don't want to do anything that's too scripted and too like forced and too written down. And I mean, I'm not like that, because when I do that, I sound like I'm reading from a script. If I, read, like, I tried to do it before, I write something down, I read it from a script, I sound like I'm reading from a script, which is probably why I'm not an actor. Because if I was an actor, I'd be able to make it sound like I wasn't reading from a script. Because did you know actors read from scripts? And you would never know that because they're actors. They get away with it. They're good at it. Whereas I, if I did it, I would, I'd talk like I am reading from the script. So it says like it says this one. So no, I just ramble on what's going around. Like I said, I just filled two minutes talking about nothing. You've just heard me just fill two minutes of nothing. Ah, oh. anyway, I'm quite a social media whore, right? So um doesn't mean I go on social media and haul myself out. That's a different kind of social media whore. That's someone who goes out there and says, hey, hey, you, you want to you buy my vagina for £50? Pounds? Um, that's a lot of money, isn't it, for, um, to give that out? But anyway, no, social media whore. I mean, I, I love social I'm a big Twitter fan. Um, Facebook, hmm, I kind of have it because I have to because I, I started it and now everyone's got it. Anything your mum or your nan has, you know you can't really walk away from without them getting offended. So I kind of try not to use Facebook for... Anything really. It's just a link. Just a little hub. Um but yeah, Twitter, I'm a mess about like Instagram, like posting pictures. Um Pinterest, I, I kind of think I know what's going on with Pinterest, but I don't think I do. It's just lots of pretty pictures, really. So I get I get sucked into all the pretty pictures. So I'm just like, Oh, that's nice. Um and I get sucked in for now. Obviously yeah, that's what it's there for, isn't it? You never see ugly things on Pinterest, do you? If you do, please show me. It's just so I can make myself like get out of that bubble. But um one social media thingy that I kind of have always wanted to get into, but I've decided I can't get into because it's too weird for me, is Tumblr. Now, not the fact that it's called Tumblr without an E, so it's 
It's Tumblr. So it's Tumblr. There's no E. It's Tumblr or whatever. It's Tumblr. Um, it's because I think I'm too old for it. I mean, I'm nearly 30, and that's not that old for a lot of people, but the people that are on Tumblr are about um, you know, minus three months or something. They're just, they're in a, they sign up when they're in the fetus, I swear. And the stuff they post as well. I don't get it. So what I did, I'm, ages ago, because I've got my not listening stuff, I set up a Tumblr page years ago, and I've just always had it. So it always gets updated with automatic links. I never really go on it and look through the timeline. Everything I do on Tumblr, I just go on to it, go, yeah, 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 blah, 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 send, uh, post, blah, 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 done. Um, yep, follow back, blah, blah. So I get these people that follow me. I don't know who I'm following on there, and I don't know who's following me. So I thought what I'm going to do now is an experiment. This could go terribly wrong, and this could tell you a lot more about me than it can tell you about Tumblr, is I'm going to go through my uh, timeline on Tumblr, and I'm just literally, I'm going to be totally honest and tell you exactly what I'm looking at on the screen. I've got my tablet here. And I'm just going to go straight in. So let me log into Tumblr, get into the homepage, da da da. And um, I don't, again, I don't know who these people are that I'm following. I don't remember following them. I think I just followed a load of people in one go, and that was it. So uh, first thing that I do when I go on there is somebody has retweeted a Urban Dictionary definition of the word Trekkie, and it is a fan of the U.S. science fiction TV program star trek yeah i know that what was okay yeah but is your fandom recognizing the oxford english dictionary oh so people are getting a bit like fancy they're going oh check me out i'm a trekkie but does the oxford dictionary sort of know what you like because fandom is a thing where you take your fan of a certain thing you're your fangirling or something and you become part of a kingdom i don't know i'm just saying words now it doesn't make any sense uh, next one, someone has posted a picture, oh, this is quite sad, of Leonard Nimoy in Futurama as the head and Fry waving at it. So that's kind of a bit sad, really, because he died recently. Uh, another one is a picture of Mel Streep and Emily Blunt. Just It's just a picture of them two. Just looking very smiley in that. Another one is of a house, or a terrace, a wooden terrace house. Who am I, Why am I following that person? They're just posting pictures of their house. The next one is a couple of gifts. I love gifts. That's what I do like about Tumblr. Lots of moving pictures of Kingsman. And that's just loads of little bits of the guy who plays the main guy. Next one. Uh, this is what I've always seen as Tumblr. Is attitude, emos, people who are gothic and tattoos and that. There's a picture of a woman. You can't see her face because it's cut off at the nose. You can see her mouth. And she's uh, she's giving me the finger. She's got tattoos in her arms. And she's got a t-shirt that says, go away. But the go away are in hearts over each one of her breasts what does that say i don't know because she's got attitude i'm following people who've got attitude on here another one is a is a close-up of a lady who has very nice eye makeup again you're probably learning more about me on this one uh, a couple more gifts of big hero six. Oh, boobs this one's got boobs there's a picture of naked boobs here it is a modeling picture for men's fashion world why has it got boobs in it then? That doesn't make any sense. And it's a guy wearing a very big poncho and the woman behind is naked. That doesn't make any sense to me. Apparently it's an artist and it's a model. I don't know. Uh, loads of pictures of Egypt. Very nice. Um, loads of gifts of Supernatural. Now, I've seen that a lot on Tumblr. Supernatural seems to be everybody's favourite TV show on Tumblr, even though I've never seen a single episode. Another one. Oldest human fossil found in Ethiopia. 
predating others by 400,000 years. It's actually a news story. I must be following someone quite intelligent. Nope, it's retweeted from some kind of gossip magazine. All right, let's get down to a couple more because this is probably boring you. A lovely picture of Karen Gillan. Looks like it's been photoshopped because she looks very pale. And the last one is a load of chips. Is a, it's just loads of chips, like french fries, next to a load of purple things. I don't know what it is. It doesn't even tell me. And then below that is a picture of Miranda Kerr. There you go. So there, that is my Tumblr timeline. There's a reason I don't go on Tumblr, because it's fucking boring and makes no fucking sense. So that was worth it, wasn't it? I've been Adam. See you later, everyone. Enjoy the rest of the show. That was Adam Barker of Not Listening Podcast fame and now High Cast fame. I hope you can hear more from him on Twitter at Barker Podcasts and you can also find the Not Listening Podcast on iTunes. Hi, I'm Emma Cossey from The Freelance Lifestyle, the blog for freelancers and anyone who wants to go freelance but doesn't know where the hell to start. Join me for my weekly podcast, The Freelancer's Tea Break, a three-minute show to help you boost your business. You can listen on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash freelance lifestyle and find out more on the blog at freelancelifestyle.co.uk or on Twitter at freelance underscore life. So from two girls pooing into a cup uh, to this section of the podcast, we, uh, I just don't even know what to say. How have we made that leap? Um, I don't know, but uh, we are going to talk about, so we do try every now and then on the podcast to deal with serious and sensitive issues. Uh, and I might shout about them, but they're serious yeah, I mean, nonetheless. Yeah, serious issues um, and how we deal with them and maybe because... We just like to think of ourselves as two normal people trying to make our way in the world. And so maybe sometimes some of our experiences could help you do the same. So given that we both work at the same place, um, but in very, very different jobs, um, really, really different jobs. But for the same, we both work for the same organisation and we both, I think, have both similar and and quite different coping mechanisms mm. for dealing with stress at work. And we thought, because the last few weeks from... I mean, it's not as bad now, although it's getting worse again. Um, the last few weeks has been trying. Yes, from a, a very trying time. Yeah, yeah, and it's been really tricky. And so we just thought, let's impart some wisdom. Mm. Let's do it. I have been able to... Um, well, yeah, it's timely because uh, an opportunity has come along that I think will help me in the office a little bit more so um I get to go up to Manchester um to deliver some social media training and digital marketing training um to some peeps up there who are running our charity shop Goodstock which is awesome by the way it's a freaking awesome shop um but I always seem to think that when I'm starting to get a little bit like disillusioned from the office and you know when you just go in every day and you sit in the same seat and you're just trying to work through everything and it just gets a bit meh. Mm. Um, I think it's good to take, of an to take up an opportunity to get out of there actually. Mm. So I'm now going up to Manchester for three days um, to deliver this training and I'm actually really excited to get 
into the like a middle of a project and help enhance it a little bit. I've done it before where like you've gone out to um, a meeting or like gone to see the result of some of the work that I like help with from behind a screen rather than actually out there in the world in person and I always find that it makes me feel a little bit better about things and it helps you to kind of refocus what your efforts are actually being they're going towards um so I'm quite excited about that one yeah that's quite good I mean I get out of the office quite a lot actually yeah I um, don't I, I'm out really. and, I'm out and about a lot um but my out and about is not quite as fun as yours so my out and about yeah. is either talking to funders or trying to sell my product yeah and that's just sales is a very different it's quite stressful to delivering yeah it's, something it's quite someone. stressful and i'm not even that good at sales so uh it's it is something that stresses me out quite got a lot. this far son got this far well yeah um so like for you getting out and about is like a good way of you dealing with stress yeah i'm sort of the opposite because if i'm out and about a lot it means i'm not i, I can't get connected to like my to-do list because just because i'm out and about the actual to-do list will build and build and build for me. Yeah. And I don't often get concentrated time in the office, like a whole day yeah. where I can just do my priorities of, of stuff I've got to do. So that's why I end up working so much um, in the evenings or at weekends because it's the only time. So for me, like my biggest way of dealing with workplace stress is to get in, to get in before anyone else has got in. Because if you yeah. come in to the Getting office, to work early is good. yeah. But if you come into the office and there are people already there, you put your coat down, you start chatting, and before you know it, like the time has gone. Yeah. So I like to get in, get a coffee, sit down, write out my to do list again. So I've got this really good pad next to my phone, which is like a daily to do list, and on one side of the pad I'll put um, like the tasks that I need to get done that mm -hmm. day, and if I don't finish any of those tasks that day before I go home they'll flip on to the next day. Yeah. Um, and on the other side, if I need to talk to anyone during that day about certain things, mm. like whether that's my team or I need to call people or I need to find out something internally, then I put that on the other side. And then it, I will let my team know. Yeah. Out of bounds. Normally that's because I've got my earphones in. And mm. I'll just rinse through that list. And I always feel like if I'm having a really bad week... If I can just get half a day connected to my... So it's a bit like Friday, Friday afternoon. Mm, I yeah. had, I've had i had a really stressful week and then I got connected to my to-do list and I got a lot done and I went home on Friday and I felt awesome. I feel awesome now like um, yeah. because I, feel, I don't feel like I need to do anything this weekend actually um, because I got Good. through my list. I got through enough to make me feel like I can do it. Um, so we're quite different in that perspective, but I yeah. think it's because our jobs are quite different. Wildly different, yeah. I, I am. Mine is sitting behind a computer screen and trying to generate creative ideas from things that I'm not actually seeing in yeah. person. So that's and that's quite really a good difficult to do your job. So I think that's really, um, I think that's really really interesting. And yeah. I guess my whole thing, like what I just said about like feeling like I've had a really productive day. Yeah. And like if you write stuff down that you need to do and then tick it off, you can see that you've been productive. That helps oh my gosh, levels. yeah, I'd never get anywhere without my to-do list. list. Mine is a Google Doc. Yeah. Mine, mine has the columns of stuff I need to do on the phone, on the computer, run an errand, uh, to do at home and um, to think about. Yeah. So think about to-do list. Yeah. Um, and that's really handy for me because obviously it's Google Doc. It updates itself. It's real time. can take it everywhere, access it by phone, whatever. And it just keeps me a little bit more organised. And also you can do all the things in one column without kind of moving. So if I need to make three phone calls, just do them all in a row and then all the phone stuff's done. Yeah. That kind of thing. But weirdly, 
I mean, I'm pretty organised about my workload generally, um, but the bits that tend to make me stressed out and react badly to my workload uh, is the stuff that I haven't done at home. So Okay, that's interesting. One, I'm definitely a clean house, clean mind sort of person. Yeah, but I agree. also I rush. Um, and so I will throw things everywhere and like... If, if I leave my room in a mess, then I feel bad about it for the whole day, and then you come home to it, and it's like, Ugh. I cleaned out my whole house this morning, Did and you? I instantly feel better about life. Yeah, like clear I've been sitting in just shit. It's not, and it's not totally finished. Like t- tomorrow, I need to give the bathroom a good clean and mm. stuff like that. But like, I've done a, a good effort. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing really helps. Clean, having clean clothes. Yes, washing and, and planning out. Have you done, We I'm sure we talked about this in January, mm. but have you started, so for me, what stops me being, if you talk about home life, making yeah. work stressed, yeah. I plan out like on a Sunday night and, yeah, I, no, and I, I don't do this and I, I quite like doing it because it's sort of, I think it's quite fun also to spend half an hour yeah. and I plan out what I'm going to wear for the week. So I know what meters I've got in. So I know if I need to be like... Very, very smart. Mm. Or I, I tend to... I haven't worn jeans in the office for a really long time. So I tend to have been quite smart. But that's because I never know now what's going to happen when I'm at work. Yeah. And I have to be smart. But the thing is, I've worn jeans all this week. And I hate wearing jeans. Yeah. In case I'm wearing them right now. Um, but I've also, in the mornings, like gone to my wardrobe panicked not knowing what to wear and just thought oh it can't go wrong if I stay comfortable and then flung that on and I should do what you do and I haven't started so I I plan out I know what I'm doing that week um I plan out like and also I don't have very many outfits that fit me uh she says putting another Oreo in her mouth but um (laughs) I have started like planning out Monday to and because I've got I'm having odd days off work as well Mm. so like on those odd days I know that it might be like leggings or my yoga gear or something yeah so I plan out Monday to Sunday yeah what I'm going to wear so that and they they then come at the end of my in order mm. they're at one end of my wardrobe which you can see Leah at that end of the wardrobe oh yes very um, well organized wardrobe and but then I also because um we talked about we wanted to do accessories more and I bought a load of new necklaces and accessories yeah, I'll hang the necklace mm. on the hanger yeah. And then it's done. And then I know what I'm going to wear. I need and, better accessories still. Managed. And that means I know that I feel better when I go into work. And mm. I think there's definitely something, and we've talked about this before, about being motivated. We talked about being motivated. Yeah. Showing up. Yeah. And half the battle, it's like tits out, chin up. Yeah. Showing up. And it sort of makes you feel like, I don't know if it's a woman thing or not, but I feel like if I've got decent makeup on, I've brushed my hair, like ever since I had my hair cut, I feel a lot better about work. Oh my God, yeah. I don't know, but that's so the weird. Haircut saved but my life. Every, every time I've got my hair cut, I'm like, it's very different and very sleek and very short. Yeah, it's and, so good. And I feel so much better about work. Yeah. Because I'm just putting my makeup on, making the effort, going and like looking, you know, if mm. you're looking good, I'm feeling good. So... I think I would give that tip for you on a Sunday night. And I do that with, like, my pat lunches as well. Like, it's my planning. Yeah. And it takes half an hour. Yeah. And yeah. it makes me feel better it's for the whole spent. rest of the working week. Maybe that would sort me out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, You've got another handy tip, um, I think. Or certainly you've got a work stress that I think we should talk about. Because um, I get it as well, and I don't deal very well with it either. But that is the influence of other people. Ah, uh, yeah. So a lot of my stress, I yeah, inter- we so, have very, very different reactions. Yeah. To this. So yeah. F- so for me, like I find that the vast majority of my stress is internal, 
because I put a lot of pressure on myself yeah. to do things and that builds and builds and builds and then like I had a total freak out in January and then like spent a whole weekend working and preparing this report about how shit I'd been to my boss I mean honestly cringe and and my boss was like what the fuck are you doing you're yeah. an idiot you're yeah. doing fine like seriously chill the fuck out yeah so I internalize a lot whereas you don't really internalize very much because you're sort of on it no. and you are more impacted by external factors how do you mean like other people so other people's stress oh I see okay other people's stress really I'm with you yeah like impact on your how you feel at work yeah, and sorry, what you yeah. do yeah I get you so I think it's important to point out but like what Sam's saying with that when it comes to me I give myself a break more and like I would I obviously I work hard and I have lots yeah, and lots I'm not of work. Yeah, I'm not trying to say that Leah doesn't work hard <laughs> and doesn't give a shit. Take all of she deals away. with she deals with like <laughs> pressure much better than I do. Yeah. I have a bit of pressure. For myself I yeah. do, yeah. I have a bit of pressure and then I decide within five minutes that I'm shit at my job. Yeah, That's exactly. how I deal with pressure. Meanwhile, I will give myself a break more and go, do you know what? You're only one woman. You can only do so much. Yeah. And actually, there are ways you can break this task down and make it less yeah. stressful. Um, and also, I will kind of... If other people say things to me, like criticise me, basically, yeah. um, I tend to not let it get to me. But if it if there's kind of a really big thing wrong that people are bringing up, not that this really happens a lot, to be honest with you, because normally I'm the one shouting directions at things somehow. Somehow. I don't yeah. really know how that's happened. Um, but the thing, the thing I get most worried about is not, um, like, what's the best way to put this? I don't get em emotionally attached to my work to the point where if someone's criticising it, um, I will think, oh, well, I've done a shit job then, everything's shit. That's where we're different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the one. So if someone, if, if someone reacts negatively in any way to work that you've done, you start to judge yourself, whereas I start to go, okay, well, there is only so much I can do. I can change this, this and this. Mm. That's a small thing. Other than that, I need some help from you, please. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how it goes. I think the bit where I maybe fall down there is that I start to get a little bit paranoid um, if I'm not kind of looped in mm. to lots of things. So I get paranoid about people talking about things that probably actually have nothing to do with me. It's a completely normal conversation. Um, but then I worry what they're thinking about my work, but I don't care what they're thinking about me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Vaguely. Sort of, yeah. It, yeah, so, like, if if I feel like I'm missing out on something that's being mentioned in a conversation mm. that's happening behind closed doors, I start to worry about um, my work, but I don't care what they think of me because I I don't really hold any emotional attachment yeah. to my work. I don't take it on me, yeah. but I, I just start to worry about my work. Yeah. That's all. The other thing is you tend to get... Uh, so this doesn't impact me as much. Yeah. If people around you are really, really stressed... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I you get I take it on, you yeah. get really upset and like that really impacts you. Whereas if yeah. everyone else around me is really really stressed, it literally doesn't it, it, it doesn't That's enter my head. You're a problem solver. Yeah. And I am 
not. Yeah. So like if everyone around me is stressed, yeah. so I I, you know, have um a team, but I also sit on management team and sometimes mm. they're really stressed. And if there's just stressful situations happening in the office that are nothing to do with me or my work, or yeah. or that they're not things that I personally am getting stressed about. Yeah. So we've said I I internalise more than I externalise. Yeah. Like doesn't, but it doesn't impact how I feel. So if I'm already stressed, I'm already stressed. It doesn't make me any more stressed. And if I'm chilled, it doesn't make me stressed. Yeah. Whereas with you, if there are people around you stressing, I start to you on. massively freak out and it yeah. really, really impacts you. See, you're a problem solver and a game player and you're good at politics of the office kind. And you know where you're at with that sort of stuff. Mm. So actually you manage to work your way through it really well. Whereas I will not partake in any office politics whatsoever. I will wear my heart on my sleeve. And if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. I don't really give a fuck. Um, and I'd rather not be somewhere where I have to be doing that yeah. all the time. Though obviously there are occasions where it's helpful. But that does mean um, that kind of either I have to have a, a situation kind of like out of my way completely and just bypass it and ignore it completely or I join in with the situation because it's a high stress thing that's in my face and I kind of go down with the rest of the ship. Yeah. I need to learn to be more problem solving and just step step back for a second and go. Yeah, I think it uh, I think yeah. it really helps. Like I tend to try not to take anyone else's stress on because I've got enough of my own. Yeah. So and I think that would be like a massive tip for dealing with stress from work. Mm. Like don't take on anyone else's stress. Yeah. If you don't have to. Um one of the things that I'm really bad at. Yeah. And I've started over the last few weeks to get better at it. And, oh, what a surprise. I'm less stressed at work mm. and I'm more productive. Is taking time off. Yeah. So when you're really stressed and you're under pressure, the immediate react human reaction is to do more work. And yeah, to no, work harder and to work longer hours. So Worst plan ever. I worked through all of my leave last November. I worked through a lot of Christmas. I came back in January, had the equivalent of a work nervous breakdown. Uh, literally lost my shit, panicked, and I had the first week of February off, and I did no work. We discussed that. Yeah. Um. So if you li- listen back um on February's podcast, we were talking about what we did with a really great week off work. I didn't check my email at all. I came back. No one died. I was a much better manager to my team. I was much better at delivering my job, and I haven't worked a weekend since. Yeah. You and I'm so much be- better, and I'm calmer. Yeah. Because because it became such a habit to work at the weekend. It, it just it came ingrained. Whereas I've woken up this morning and I don't feel like I need to do any it's work a really or check my bad email. Idea like longer hours doesn't mean you're more productive. It really doesn't. At all. You need to sort your shit out. And the mantra that you need to everyone, not just you, <laughs> needs to Thanks. keep bearing in mind is that if this doesn't happen, no one will die unless you're a surgeon. Um, if this doesn't happen, no one will die. If you don't finish a if blog post, a, no one will die. If you're a surgeon oh and listening to this podcast, please tweet us. I'd like to know that. I'd like to know that, but also don't listen to this advice. Yeah, don't listen to this advice. I worry that I'm responsible for some deaths. Um, Yeah, we basically have weird modern jobs. Yeah. Digital. Tech startup. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's weird. Um, So that is the mantra to keep hold of. And longer hours really doesn't make you more productive. It just makes you work longer with less of a payoff. Yeah, work longer, less of a payoff, and you you get more tired, and then you can't make good decisions. And you're like, not good to anyone, my, really, yeah, if you can't make good decisions. Exactly, and I felt like I was tired, I was ratty, I, I couldn't... It's not that I was making bad decisions, but it would take me longer to make a decision, mm. or I, I would be a bit 
and and it, I'd feel a bit stressed about making those decisions. And you know, like even if you're not the boss, mm. like if you are the boss, that's a fucking nightmare. And if you're not the boss, like it's still it's still a nightmare. You're not helpful to anyone really if you're making if you're not making good decisions. Yeah. And I think the same goes for like take a walk, get away from your screen. Yes. Um, I have started trying to have more um, meetings outside of the office if they're internal. Yeah. Get away from yeah, the go, office. Yeah, go Starbucks or whatever. Yeah. Or just take the... If the team's very stressful and, like, relationships are maybe a bit frayed at the moment, take the time to do a tea round and just yeah. get everyone to that's have what I five do. minutes out so. <laughs> and just have a chat. You will feel a million times better so that's, if things are a bit That's what I tend hairy. to do. I tend to be quite good within the team at seeing where people are stressed or there's some tension. Mm. So I'll just stand up and go, tea. Yeah. Should I do some tea? Yeah. And that that's does sort one. of break the break it down a bit. So I think that's... I think that's really, really helpful. Um, and I think I think the final thing that I'd like to say is that, like, it is okay to be stressed. Yeah, like, totally. Like, it's normal. If you're not stressed, you're probably doing something too easy. Challenge. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, like, you know, if, if you're in a job where, if you're the kind of person that doesn't really care about their work and you're just doing it, any job to earn a living, then cool. fine. I guess, I guess you probably won't have much work stress in your life. Um, but I have to do something that I care about Mm. and sometimes that bites me on the ass because I care too much and that leads to more stress but but we only stress because we care we only stress because we care and and because I care about the team or because I care about the beneficiaries or you know I I do care about things um and I want to do a good job I want to be seen to be a good job so that's why I put a lot of pressure on myself but it is okay to be stressed it's not okay to be completely stressed and not have an exit strategy from that stress and to let it go on and on and on which I've seen and it really it was not a good place for me to be in no so the lesson we've learned here plan your exit strategy and it should probably revolve around tea Like all good that's things. That's what makes you beautiful. Oh, my God. oh, that's what makes you beautiful. Are we going to do a monthly sing along now? Yeah, I just decided to sing in one direction. That's that's right. Don't know. Any- Baby, you light up my world like nobody else. The way that you, you flick your hair makes me overwhelmed. I don't know the words. There's some light and it's hard to see. You don't know. That's what makes me beautiful. I think if you go back to a really early podcast, so if you think about the time... We talk we talk about One Direction being too young to drive, drive in that van in the video. In the video. <laughs> I think yeah. it's like in single figures episode. It's a, it's like before episode 10. Oh, I see. It's like an early episode. And like, just basically look for the episode that's around the time when that was released. Uh, and I got very upset about the members of One Direction not really being old enough to drive a camper van. I think we all just got very upset about the members of One Direction. Yeah, but then you... you I quite like You them. have a secret love for One Direction. I've got them on Spotify. You're f- <laughs> <laughs> Guys, 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 um, guys. I do not. Anyway, I do not. Uh, as I was saying before Sam did that, like all good things, we've come to an end. I wish you'd come to an end. Oh. <laughs> bit rude bit rude bit rude um it's been another 
joyous podcast. We hope we've given you some nice <laughs> advice and um, some. Oh, I just remember what was at the end of this podcast. <laughs> and some gawken. <laughs> and apparently some feces. Um, but if you like us, tweet us, Facebook us, and uh, review us, and um, find us at www.thehighteacast.co.uk. Yeah, and big love and big shout outs uh, to everyone listening. Okay. All right, nice and simple. We've. Come... <laughs> I'm sorry. Who should I? That what? Big love to. Do you, know, I, do you know who I'd like to give a shout out to? Me. Stephen Rice. Okay, why? Because I'm going to tell him we shouted him out and then he's going to have to listen to this podcast. Gokken. <laughs> exactly. Gokken. Oh. Gokken. Um, I love your dad. Snowballing. Two girls, one cup. No. Let's not. Your dad definitely knows what two girls, one cup is. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he does. Um, I sent my dad last Apparently night. I'm the only one that doesn't. Yeah, yes, you did. What you thought it was was nowhere near. Um, I can't unsee and that. And well tame. Uh, I haven't done anything like that. Just ever. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> I haven't. Um, Lenny? I bought, I bought, I'm just going to ignore it now. I bought my dad bloody Royal Bloods album yesterday because I thought he'd really like it and gifted it to him on iTunes. Has he Has he downloaded it? Has he fuck? He's a busy man. No, he's not. Being a drug lord and a banker. And daddy. If, if you haven't... <laughs> and a dad. And a daddy. If, if you haven't listened to previous podcasts, that won't uh, make sense. But basically, Leah's dad has a robot heart, which means that he could he can probably like take drugs through customs because yeah. he'll, he'll buzz and he'll go, ask oh, my heart. That and he's in the mafia. Right, play of the day. Play of the day. Play of the day. I have a question for you, Sam Sparrow. Okay, and I've got my ten cards. I've got my ten cards ready to go. Okay. The Natural History Museum has just opened an interactive exhibit on. Oh, again. Blank space, blank space, blank space. So many. While you do that, I'm going to line up the video for one guy one cup. There's one. No. There's one one that I want to... That I want to play because I just want you to say it out loud, but I'm oh, not going to play that one. Oh, good. Please don't give me that again. All right, we're going to go for this one. All Obvious right. but true. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> let's go. The Natural History Museum has just opened an interactive ex- exhibit on the clitoris. Ah, thank you. Right, here we I go. don't want to watch this, Leah. I don't want to watch it. Leah, don't make me do it. Go on. Don't want to watch it. Oh! 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 It's, I don't think it's good. Oh! <laughs> Keep watching. No! 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 It's, it's not what you think. <laughs> Holy shit! It's broken. He's bleeding. Yeah, because the jar is broken in his arm. I don't want to do. Can I stop it now? <laughs> no! <laughs> no! 